This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. 99-100. Wow. Convince Me has been doing this show for 100 episodes. Can you believe it? I can't. I guess when it comes to doing 100 more, you're going to have to convince me. (laughs) Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a wide-eyed optimist tries to convince a couple of skeptics to get on board with their distinctive, sometimes downright unusual Unusual. obsession. Uh, This is Ben Castle, and that's our classic intro that we've parodied to much delight of audiences around the world. People love it. For 100 episodes. They are for chat. Can you believe it? I can't. 100. You know, it just feels like yesterday I was talking about not having a car. <laughs> and I still don't have one. Yeah. But uh, I'm not talking about it anymore. Or that famous unreleased lottery episode. Oh, my God. In we the archives. Just, yeah. That's for the Convince Me Plus. If you send us $1,000, we'll send you that episode. Support our Patreon. It starts at $1,000. That's right. 1000 to look, another 1000 to touch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just going to let that rest there good, for a moment. Good, good thank you. Uh, I just came back from Boston. We've been chatting about it. It's Thayer's hometown, and I had just a great time there. I rode the train, and we've t- we've heard so much about Boston over these 99 last episodes. And by so much, I mean very little. <laughs> I just need to say something to the audience. Uh, go Celtics. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, we are recording this in early May, and it's looking very good. For the Celtics at this point, I mean, I th- I think they could sweep the Cavs. No, yeah, no way they're going to lose. So uh, that feels good. That feels right. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks promising to say the least. Wow, Celtic pride. Uh, here's a question for you: Why do we say Boston Celtics and then we talk about Irish things? It's Celtic. You know, you're asking the right question. I think when they went overseas, they dropped a C. I thought that was going to be a pun, but it turned out I just... <laughs> and that's the kind of humor you've come to love and expect from Convince And you do love it. You do love it. <laughs> so today on the show, we are celebrating our most exciting milestone here, which uh, please don't look very, too closely at the numbering of the past 99 <laughs> episodes. This is true. <laughs> uh, but we're saying this is our 100th episode, and uh, we're very excited about it. We're, we're feeling reflective here. And we're going to talk about some of um, our greatest moments, our biggest failures. <laughs> and we're going to catch up with some old characters and kooky guests that we've heard in the past. And they've been extra kook. A lot of kook. Oh, a lot of kook. You know, that word kooky, I think, comes from surfing culture. When they talk, it? Yeah. When they talk about like a person who's bad, like a beginner at surfing, they're like, look at this kook. Oh. You don't want to be kooky. And a lot of, I don't think any of these characters surf, but who knows? Stay tuned to find out. The first thing I want to know, Thayer, is we've heard on this show so many people come on and they, they bring their wacky, unusual ideas. Or, you know, sometimes things like movie theaters and popcorn that everybody loves, and they try to get us on board with those obsessions. What's an obsession someone came on with? that really got you that was surprising? What was your most surprising convince? Well, first of all, Ben, great to be back on the program. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I got to say, <laughs> the uh, the episode that was most surprising to me was uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This was a show kind of... Aaron Michelle Gabbard? Aaron Michelle Gabbard, uh, friend of the pod, 
Uh, this was a very, it was a hot, spicy app. And it's like a show that was always in like my peripherals. I'm like, I know people watched it. I just was never into it. And it was like a cultural phenomenon. I was just like, there's so I, there's so much TV these days. I, I don't have the time to go watch yeah. this show from back in the day. And then, you know, next thing or no, her passion was just infectious. Yeah. Dare I say, it bit me in the neck and it turned me oh and i wait a second are you turned for real (laughs) i'm turned up okay i had my steak at the ready that had me going for a second great okay let's reset i'm sorry i got very serious uh (laughs) so you were saying it got it got you (laughs) it got you very excited about this show her her and Aaron's infectious honesty. She did. I watched like uh, pretty much the whole. I think I started with the second season as per her recommendation, and I got pretty much all the way through it. And I'm going to get back into it. I mean, would I sh- say it's like a amazing show? No, but it's one of those things where you're just like, man, this is this is entertaining. I don't know what it is. It's weird, right? It is weird. You're just like, this was a thing. And it's just, you keep every episode, you keep saying this was a thing. (laughs) And there's so much, so much just like insane writing around it. The names of the places, some of it's just so on the nose and you're just like, yeah, this is great. You know, you just need that. It's like that greasy burrito, you know, it's just like, you don't have to convince me. I don't got to convince you. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, it's not good for you, but dang, you know, you just need to eat it sometimes. Absolutely. And that's my greasy burrito television recommendation. <laughs> when uh, GBTV. When Aaron was on, she recommended that we watch the musical episode as a way in. Um, you said, did you, was that the episode you were referring that, to? Yep, so that. you watched that music. I did as well uh, that week. And it was, it was uh, more than I expected in many ways. I mean, there was um, Allison Hannigan's character had come out as gay by that point and she had her first sexual experience in musical form which on that episode yeah <laughs> sure we should all sing we should, when losing our virginity that's right that's right i mean really yeah they made some fascinating choices yeah I'll say that during that well, episode. And i think it was shocking to me in general because that's like a pretty significant moment in a teen in any show but especially in a teen drama losing mm-hmm, your virginity mm-hmm. and they chose to have that and several other like big plot point type moments or like defining moments happen on a musical episode. I thought that was fascinating. And I thought, um, a lot of the staging, they did a lot of like following characters. So it was one shot while doing musical. That's nuts. It was, uh, I mean, you would think it would be enough that it was a high school with vamp built over a like pit of hell with vampires. But then they're like, you know what? Let's, Let's make it a musical too. Why not? <laughs> and this is all before the you know vampire kind of craze. Oh, absolutely, the, yeah. You know, pre Twilight of the arts. So I gotta gotta hand it to them. They knew they knew what they were doing. Did you continue watching this, or was this the, you watched the one and you watched kinda... the episode and like I think I think I finished that that season. And, oh, nice. But it's just like it's on my radar now, and I'm I'm ready to go go back. You know, it's in the rotation. I will say, having known Thayer for a few years now. Uh, that is a surprising one. I was you're not, not surprised. You're not convinced by everything for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would say maybe a little over fifty percent. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at. 
Um, and for bo- for both of us, for sure, and um, uh, for the late great Jeff Kaufman as well. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, rest. He's in power. dead to us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Rest in pizza. Uh, <laughs> for for Jeff as well, even more so. I think we have varying levels of convince as well. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm convinced that this is a cool idea, and other times you're like, you know, I'm going to integrate this practice into my That's life. Right. Like uh, falling asleep to watching Netflix. I do do that a lot. Um, I can't say that it changed my opinion. I was doing that before that episode. Uh, but sure, I will I will fall asleep watching a Netflix episode. Um, but no, I will say that's is, that is surprising. That we're, we're talking about hours of your life that were that's changed a, a by of, errands. Yeah, you know, that was, uh, was a big time. And uh, here I am today just slaying. I'm, I'm Buffy. <laughs> Any other slay observation? <laughs> slay up? Why? That was not even. I swear, that's I didn't amazing. mean to they say should slay up. They should be calling when you kill a vampire. That's a slay up. A <laughs> uh, couple of slay dogs over here. Um, any other stray observations from the show? Things that you didn't expect that it would be like. Uh, I will say, for me, one thing was like how much like choreographed fighting there is on that show. It's like it's really biting off a lot, so to speak. <laughs> it, I mean, I think there is just like it is so over the top sometimes, and it's just like I, I just love the the way they weave together like the kind of classic teen stuff of like going through high school and that like you know the tales of losing your virginity all that stuff right also and i'm also killing like vampires and it's just (laughs) like you would think you'd be committing to just like killing vampires full time but it's like no i still have time to have regular high school drama so i think the way they just intertwine those is very very funny sometimes it's like but i love you and it's like but wait choreograph fight <laughs> and then you come back to the plot and that's uh you know that's entertainment for you you know it was it's such a i mean i know they based it off of a movie but it's a very bold like choice of a show and it did well it was yeah very it did very popular. well very i mean popular. an angel was the spinoff and it might still be going is it really either it's still going or it just got canceled also i mean the names is... too are amazing yeah this guy's, guy's <laughs> angel but yeah, he's no. So oh, he, he's no angel. He's a devil. He's a devil. What are, uh, the, what are the odds? Supernatural, which has nothing to do with that um, show other than it sh- shares a network. I think it went for like 12 seasons. It's still going. Supernatural. It's in like its 12th season. <sighs> There's so much TV that I'm just like, who is watching this? Like you could have been born when Supernatural started and now you're ready for a teen drama. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, so that was Thayer's most convincing uh, episode most surprising episode i guess most surprising most convinced. surprising convince so good job aaron michelle gabbard Fantastic. kudos to you kudos uh we hope you have a steak with your steak i don't know um <laughs> yes. uh, but but fair was also able to catch up with um one of our our fun characters from the past there was this guy i don't even remember what episode he was in and it might have been more than one he just showed up out of nowhere the, uh, that's right. He was uh, one of one of my favorite characters to come on, and uh, I actually had to go to uh, medieval times where he works full time. Ah, sure. So uh, you may uh, remember this guy. He was the uh, court gesture. Oh, sure. That's right. And he uh, he was a oh, he was a big time rhymer. Um, yeah, that's right. And uh, he, was, he came on and 
just out of nowhere, you know, just be rhyming stuff and really made an impact on, I think, uh, all, all of our listeners' uh, mm-hmm. lives. So, if I remember right, he, he just, apropos of nothing, he just waltzed into my, into <laughs> he, my uh, house. He will just house. show up uh, out, of, out of nowhere just to share his, his couplets. Well, let's hear that interview. Sure. Uh, Thayer was able to record it on his phone. That's right. So let's hear that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> hey, is this the the court gestures? This is Thayer from Convince Me. Oh, I remember you, Thayer Frechette. How do you do? Court Jester is here to have you drink a beer. I don't have any beer. I'm sorry. Oh, man. That's that's that court jester charm. <laughs> Well, uh, Court Jess, just want to say, you know, we're doing, it's been a hundred episodes. You're one of our favorite uh, characters. I just want to know what you've been up to. You've been, how's uh, working at Medieval Times? How's that been going? Medieval Times, the question you ask is, uh, for me, it was quite a task. To get this job, I had to give an application with a sieve. I had to take a blood sample. So they had to sieve my arm. And it was very strange. I uh, apparently that's a common practice now to to see if you've been taking oh. drugs of some kind. Sure, I don't know, but the court jester loves it here at the medieval times. In fact, it reminds me of my friend Cybergrime, uh, another friend of the pod. I did not know that you two uh, knew each other. That that's fantastic. Uh, now, when did you first start uh, rhyming, court jester? Were you just born this way? Were you, was your do you come from a line of of court gestures, I want to get to know who, who, you know, who are you? Oh, now that you've brought it up this time, I didn't realize I tend to rhyme. I guess it's just a pattern I seek when I keep my life on fleek. That's, you're very hip with the times, court jester, for being <laughs> so out of place, I have to say. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Uh, now, uh, last time we, we talked to you, you were, uh, just happened to be in, uh, in Pasadena. Uh, are you still, uh, where, where, where are you living now? Boo! You ask this question like Spock from Star Trek. <laughs> but I will say, no, I do not live in Pasadena. I live in Eagle Rock. That's, um, not sure if that, Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, and uh, I like it there. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Well, uh, we certainly loved having you on uh, the, the the podcast. Uh, do you have any any plans? Uh, maybe a, a poetry book or, or something uh, to to capitalize on your love of of rhyming. A poetry book is not in my future, but I will tell you what is in my future. I plan to go to Spain and to see the rains on the plain. I want to go and handle a book and maybe even a burger I'll took. Take from McDonald's with sweet and sour sauce. Oh, man, a burger would be boss. I guess I'm feeling hungry right now. Oh, my God, I could eat a cow. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Do you have any food? <laughs> you seem very lightheaded. Did they take blood from you today with the soup? Blood from me they did not take, but I would have to take a rake to their head if they tried to take my blood again. Maybe with a rake? What with a rake? Wow. Fascinating stuff, Court Jester. You're, you know, you're always such a such a delight. You know, <laughs> that's that Court Jester delight. I just can't get enough of. 
Uh, now, uh, Jeff Kaufman, former uh, host to Convince Me, left. Do you have any mean words you can share <gasps> with him? Jeff Kaufman, on you a curse I pronounce. For you, like multiple lice, but you're just a louse. A stinky, slimy little man, a programmer from BuzzFeed with no plans for what he would do after convince me he would just try to convince me to stay on as the court jester but I think, no I won't I will best your plans to leave convince me, I'll take over as a jester you see, because I'm the court jester and I am the best you won't come back because I will jest you're like this with a middle finger in your face, you stupid, stupid man. <laughs> I don't like Jeff Kaufman. He left. I miss him. Wow. Thanks for those words. I'll be sure he uh, gets the message. Uh, but uh, that's that's all the time we have, Court I just want to say thank you uh, so much. And Are thanks you staying for, coming for the on. show? You know, sure, sure, I'll I'll stay for the show. Enjoy your Pepsi! <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, the court gesture. The show was... Thanks a- for doing that. Yeah, it was cool. The show was actually eight hours of him uh, just, uh, just, just rhyming. That's it, incredible. It was an incredible feat. I mean, I will say a lot of those are kind of slant rhymes, or he, he would use he, the same word. He, rhyming is a generous term, but his energy, it's just <laughs> infectious. You know, it's infectious. Yeah. Uh, just a huge fan. I'm so glad we were able to get him on before he got this gig. You know? That's very cool. Yeah, I'm glad. It seems like, honestly, a tailor-made gig for the dude. Pretty fitting. I don't know what he was doing before. If know. I remember right, he was just a at-will court jester. <laughs> Just uh, like he, at large, he was just out there. Out there, dude. Yeah. He was jesting full time, and then uh, you know the job kind of fell in his lap. So yeah, and he seemed to uh, he seemed to be pretty hungry, <laughs> very hungry, a little lightheaded. Uh, there, there was a time uh, that during that phone call, he, he's, I think he may have passed out. Concerning. But, uh, hey, one of my favorites. I'm glad he was able to... Thank you to... so much for tracking oh, of course. I mean, of we, course. Uh, Thayer and I listen to a lot of uh, Reply All and um, a lot of investigative shows like this, This American Life, and we thought, hey, you know, sometimes they do these follow-up episodes. They see where people have been, and we tried to follow suit, get a little journalism on. And look at that. You know, perfect role. I'm, I'm very happy for him, and uh, hope to have yeah. him back on the show someday. Oh, that'd be great. Um, maybe we could get him to break his rhyming pattern and just get real with us for once. <laughs> that You know, that would be... That'd be amazing. He seems committed, and maybe he should be committed to <laughs> to something. But you know, that's that's for, for a different day. For a different day. Uh, what a great clip! Thank you so much there sure, uh, for sure. getting in touch with the court jester. Before we take a break, I wanted to get to. Um, we're very excited to have future clips here. Now we've heard a lot of stuff from the past that we've liked. Now one from our next hundred episodes is uh, episode one seventy eight when we finally get Mark Marin in the studio. And uh, you can check out a little clip here we're going to play from one of our favorite moments of this future episode with Mark Marin, where what was it he was he was convincing us to uh, I don't remember what it's going to be. Yeah, he was uh, convincing us to actually have stick with manual cars. Self-driving cars are very popular. He Uh, wants us to use steering wheels. He wants us to use steering wheels. Um, But in particular, those driver's ed cars with two steering wheels. Uh, that was like a very, he like really wanted to go 
extra wheel on it. It was very interesting. Yep. So, so let's listen to let's that listen clip to that from clip. yesteryear in the future. <laughs> so, Mark, what's your... Pow! I always... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you said it. So, uh, you know, I feel like self-driving cars are just... They're so much easier. They're so much safer. Why are you trying to go back to not only steering wheels, but car with two steering wheels? Thanks. Convince me, buddy. Convince me, head. Convince me, whatever. Whatever. You get it. To answer your question, I, uh, <laughs> I, here, here's the thing. You get your buddy with you. You got friends, right? You got friends. Yeah, yeah. And you get them in there, and you're trying to discuss something. You're trying to say, hey, man, I know uh, back in 86, we were at the Laugh Factory, and I, um, you came in, and I was like, hey, nice shirt for a gay man. And you were really offended by that. And I didn't know at the time that you were closeted. And I, got th- I was pretty ignorant at the time, too. And I didn't know kind of what I know now. And uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is maybe this would uh, this kind of conversation happens in a car and you lose a little um, focus. And maybe you're not steering well. Certainly seems like we're losing some focus. And uh, then maybe your friend uh, who you're discussing this with and you're like, are we cool? And you hit a light pole. Well, not if your friends could there to drive for you. You know, so you got two steering wheels. So it's like a backup. I, I gotta the, be. A- are we cool there? <laughs> are we cool? Yeah, yeah, we're we're cool, we're man. Cool. I, I gotta be honest. It seems like uh, you you want this second steering wheel so one of your cats can drive. Boomer lives. Yeah, I love those little guys. Yeah. Let me did. Let me take some coffee. Pow! I'm awake now, baby. Woo! Self-driving cars. What a crack. Uh. Yeah, I like records more than uh, CDs. I like self-driving cars more than. Or I like regular. I like myself driving a car better than self-driving cars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like Clinton better than. Uh, Donald Trump, who's still the president in his fourth term. It's unbelievable that. Uh, yeah, pow. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad ah, pow. pow. That's, a, that's a sad pow. Can you believe it? Um, okay, so basically what you're saying is cars are a good place to reconnect with friends because you're both driving. And if you get in an accident together, it's a bonding experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I have a question. This is a. Ben Castle. Oh, sure. Uh, I I just wanted to know, Thayer, what do you do? You use a self driving car at this point? What do you? Uh, we haven't talked about this in a while. Are you still using? Yeah. What do you use? Uh, yeah, I'm Lyft. A, uh, Lyft actually, believe it or not, is now, uh, as we all know, they had a lot of sexual harassment problems, and Uber is kind of the Pow. shining star of the uh, self driving world. So. Uh, I'm 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 an Uber man, uh, and uh, you know I've been self-driving, and it's great. I actually have six self-driving cars. Pow! Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, weird. I gotta say, I got, my cats have cars. Yeah, my cats have cars. I uh, I don't like it, but what are you gonna do? We all know cats are autonomous beings now, and uh, they got their own uh, wills and personalities. Um, Frankie 2 here, the clone of Frankie 1, he's uh, trans. Wow. He thinks he's a 
he's a uh, not doesn't identify with the cat. I see. Well, uh, good good for you, Frankie. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's a, it's a whole everything's changed. It's a crazy crazy world out there because this is the future from uh, 2018's perspective. Pow! Wow, uh, it's insightful. <laughs> I have to say, as a uh, co-host, to convince me <laughs> over here, Ben Castle. Uh, well, I gotta say, Mark. Pow! <laughs> I'm not convinced. Hey, wow. Let me play you a blues riff. <laughs> Lock the gates! <laughs> yeah, that was uh, one of our uh, favorite episodes. That was such a good one. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I think. Uh, I really enjoyed it back in the past of the future. That's right. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, another. Uh, Fifteen episodes later, Frankie Two comes on to convince us uh, that gender is uh, a, a, a excuse not me, binary, a, not yeah. binary, and that animals themselves are a social construct. Yeah, we didn't hear what Frankie Two um, identifies as, right. whether it's a different gender or a different species or what's going on. But hey, um, that's not for us to judge. It's just you know, let's 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 try and listen for a change. That's right. You and, I there. and you should definitely listen to that episode when it comes out in uh many many years from now. I assume it's probably gonna be a while. It seemed like there was a lot of stuff going on there that I am I didn't quite follow. And I don't think that's like I don't think that's the fault of the interviewers or the no. or the guy himself, Mark Marin. We no. know he's a pretty lucid man. I, guess, I bet it's probably just a lot of references and, and patois that we haven't adopted. Blame yet. yeah, blame the time, you know. That's how I feel. Um, you know, I've gotten a lot of notes in improv before of like that scene didn't work. And my response, because I always have a response when I get a note, <laughs> is usually something like, you know, maybe years from now you'll look back and say, hey, that guy was ahead of his time. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a commercial break. <laughs> oh, man, I love this instrumental break. It's so fun. Yeah, man, this is awesome. Hey, are you ever listening to a song and think, man, this instrumental break is the best part of the song? Well, guess what? Coming soon, instrumental breaks with lyrics. That's right. We take lyrics and we're putting instrumental breaks under them. So you can like those instrumental breaks and now with words. Instrumental breaks coming soon. Hey, you heard of this thing, Amazon Prime Fair? Sure have. Yeah, it'd be really weird if you hadn't, right? <laughs> that would it's be everywhere. very weird. It's, it's hard to avoid. I mean, you know, Amazon Prime, it's not just shipping, although shipping is a big part of it. You can get uh, free Prime shipping, which is two-day shipping. I recently shipped my pants. <laughs> uh, hey, and that's why people come to us for ads. That's get right. fun little bonuses like that, and that's great. Um, but you might not know that Amazon Prime has a special deal just for students. Now, I recently student my pants. <laughs> uh, you, students get a six-month free trial. By going to boardwalkaudio.com slash prime student. And that means if you're a student right now, you can get a free six months of that great shipping. You also get all the prime videos. I use prime music on my phone, which is very cool. You can download albums for free. You can you get can those instrumental albums. breaks with lyrics. You get instrumental breaks with lyrics. Hey, that's another sponsor. IBLs. Synergy, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and you get exclusive college deals and at promotions, top deals for students on electronic school supplies and more. You can cancel any time. And after your trial, get this, 
for Amazon's Prime student, it's just six dollars forty nine cents a month. That's half price from what that you and I price. are paying as that the multis. Wonder if they take UCB students. <laughs> students can start their free six month trial of Amazon Prime by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash prime student. Now here's a question for you about ads. Why do they feel the need to put HTTP colon slash slash? So I'm going to go ahead and read it. <laughs> Students can start their free six-month trial of Amazon Prime by going to, let's all say it together, HTTP colon slash slash boardwalkaudio.com slash prime student. Thanks to uh, IBL's instrumental break with lyrics and Amazon Prime student. And you're listening to the hundredth episode of Convince Me. Please don't check our numbers on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair you know what I just realized if you have an instrumental break that, that means there's no lyrics that's right but if you put lyrics in it isn't that just a regular part of a song you know they probably didn't think that one out they're thinking this is so great how can I get more out of it you know putting lyrics on it we've had some, there's some sometimes we just get these crazy ads yeah we do like uh do you remember that ad for 100% milk do I? Yeah, I have some in my fridge right now. You have 100% milk in your fridge? Uh, yeah, I, I'm a strong man, so. Did they send it to you for free? or? Well, yeah, like, sometimes you, this, we get some perks from working on here. Yeah, I know. I've gotten quite a few Casper mattresses. I'm <laughs> basically just using them for like uh, chairs at this point. I don't know what to do with these Casper That's mattresses. That's true. I, I highly recommend going to Ben's house. Hard to get in, a lot of, ma- lot of mattresses, but very comfortable once you're in there. Yeah, and it's haunted it's... by friendly ghosts. Um but yeah, just I, what I was trying to say is like we we've had hundred percent milk and fun ads like that. This guy, the hundred percent milk guy, who does those ads, I wanted to see what he was up to, so I got in touch with him. I caught up with him at the uh, Altadena Farmers Market. So we'll take you now to that interview. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, are you the are you the hundred percent milk? Sup. Whoa! Hey, man, we we had your ads on a convince me the podcast. Oh, you little biatches have a podcast. Yes! Wow, you are just as macho as I expected. Yeah, I just benched. Did you really? Yep. Oh, looks like um, I don't mean to uh, talk at a, at a turn here. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Go. It is uh, all right. It's your turn now. You clearly have an XXL T-shirt, and it looks like your biceps have just ripped right through those. Yeah. Armholes. I'm- I don't even drink 100% milk anymore. Really? I drink 200% milk. Oh, I should have seen that. That's heightening. Yeah. Uh, it's more milk. Wow. Well, th- we're, we loved having you on the show. It was a great ad. What if, um, are you, I see here you have a, a table full of asparagus. Yeah. Are you selling asparagus now? Are you a farmer? Or? Yeah. I get out there and I just toil the fields with my shirt off. Oh wow! Oh well, see that is that that's probably your main motivation. It is, but I live very isolated, alone. Okay. So the only ones looking at my pecs is this pigeon. I call him Steve. Oh wow, that sounds a little sad. Fed him some milk. His wing blew off. Oh wow! So it's just me and Steve now. Sounds dangerous out on the farm. Did you ever think of maybe Steve is confusing two different? homonyms for peck maybe like how a, a bird pecks and the peck muscle nah steve's fucking dumb <laughs> that's fair uh i could attest to that i mean pigeons are not the brightest birds yeah uh, hey i cooked his wing up <clears throat> wow oh my god tasted pretty good actually 
Uh, I have a question for you. Not apropos of any of this. Um, I've been watching the NBA Finals. Dunk. Oh, hey, hot take. Thank you. Is that your favorite part of a basketball game, the dunk? No, my favorite part is when I smash my TV. Oh, no. Because my peck just busts out of my shirt. Squish. Oh, no. Crash. Oh, wow. TV over. Then I pour milk on it. Not out of your I have bag. so much fucking milk. Okay. Uh, I did see a video version of your commercial yeah. on a Weird Times. Have um, you seen that? Unbelievable show. You love Weird Times? Well, the host is a little bitch, but yeah, it's all right. I mean, just because he's not as muscular as you? <laughs> no, emotionally. He's got to develop. Okay. What do you? What specifically do you think? Uh, that The host of that is actually a friend of mine, Fair Frechette. Oh. What, do you, what do you think he needs to work on? Uh, just as being in touch with himself, you know, what does he want? You know, and what does he want? Just repeating the news. What do you want? What's your news? Sure. And, uh, why are you so weird? Steve's not weird. He's cool. That's my pigeon. If you or Steve, you know, could say something to Thayer of like, Hey man, why don't you just change your behavior in this way? What kind of advice would you give him? I'd say, bro, do you even emotionally lift yourself up? Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of which, how do how is your emotional health? Uh, <laughs> I know your physical health clearly amazing. Is it peck out? <laughs> Damn, it has killed that guy. Oh Whatever. no! Oh my! Uh, Can't wait to fucking tell Steve about this. Uh, emotionally, I'm fine. My pee smells fucking terrible because all the asparagus. <laughs> but whatever. Well, I think we might be on a different wavelength there. I mean, like, do you feel sad? Do you feel, you know, is something going on? Are you okay? I, I don't mean your pecs. Your pecs are great. You don't have to burst another body part out. <laughs> Damn, I was about to. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I drink 100% milk. <laughs> I've heard. Okay, great. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take off. <laughs> All right, man. Watch out. Oh, wow. That was a glute. Steve. Steve, where are you? Steve. Oh, oh no. Oh, my. I, just, I beg Steve. Somebody. Steve. And that was the interview there. Bitch. Oh, sorry. I didn't press stop. <laughs> he he went on for quite a while. Wow. He, he sounds to be a little lost, but in amazing shape. He was. Uh, the amazing shape part I can attest to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what his business. I don't know how he's making money. I didn't Asparag- get to yeah, yeah, asparagus. A farmer now, though. That's an you know, interesting uh, career move. But uh, he's, he's at least you know, sticking in the food food business. That's true. So. Um, and percentages, he seems to have math down. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel hearing? He had some choice words for you. He did. You know, I uh, got to say, it has made me, you know, think about what, you know, what do I, what do I want? Maybe mm. I, I have to say that was a pretty, uh, pretty intense words from a, from an advertiser, but yeah, uh, he got right up in your emotions. Maybe, maybe he's right. You know, maybe I should mm. be fine at looking for my, my Steve. Oh, wow. So, Hey. A lot, lot for all of us to think about on this uh, 99-100th episode of Convince Please Me. don't check our numbers. Uh, we're very proud to have gotten to this, to, this, um, to this point. And I will say, one thing I want to talk about is my most surprising Yeah, yeah, convince. man. There's uh, been a lot of, lot of convincing on this show. It's been a lot of convincing. 
uh, you know, from one thing to another. <laughs> we, there's so many. We don't need to. That was such a good episode. One thing to another. From, you know, mystery men to uh, oh, wow. Drake. Time. Drake. Comic books. Comic books is a great one. Um, books in general. Books. We had a, we had a person talking about breathing. Uh, this was Allison Gilbert episode sixty nine. Uh, Noise. She, <laughs> uh, Allison's second episode. Um, an all star. Convince me, all star. Uh, just one of our favorite our favorite guests. She was on this episode talking about the show Friends from the nineties, the sitcom, and she had a specific take of two different things. One that Ross is the worst. And then is that related to Rachel? She thought Rachel belonged with Joey and that Rachel and Joey were the most compelling couple. And here's what I'll say about Ross. You put a G in front of his name, Gross, or Gross, on the page. We didn't ever talk about this. Now, how is that not addressed in this show? I tell you, we miss a lot on this show. Well, uh, I don't know if you thought about this. Rachel, put a G in front of her name. Grachel. Oh, how did we miss that? And I mean, that, if anything, is more surprising <laughs> than the cross. <laughs> that is way more surprising. Absolutely. Well, I will say this was, uh, I'm a huge Friends fan already. I've seen it at least twice. I love their theme song. I'll be there for you. Clap, clap, clap. Those salads and scrambled <laughs> eggs. Yeah. Um, Catchy. Yeah, it's great. Um, I like the theme song. But I... I personally was not a huge fan before her episode of uh, Rachel and Joey. And her arguments really changed the way I see the show. Um, I definitely do see them as a much more viable couple at this point, um, having rewatched some of those key episodes. And she, she deepened my dislike of Ross, especially in the later seasons. I like Ross more early on. He becomes a bit of a caricature of himself later. I will say, yeah, Ross and the... I mean, he he he's a he's a sad sack. I mean, yeah. I always knew he was a sad guy, a mopey guy, but like, you know, used to at the time when I was watching the show initially, I was like, you know, this is a almost like a kind of still charming way. He's like always oh, a sad guy, but he's a good guy. But looking rewatching it with Allison's kind of new perspective, I had to say, I was like, this guy needs to get over himself and get a get a grip, man. He needs to be hanging out with the hundred percent milk guy, honestly. He's yeah. whipped into shape. Maybe then he'd get an F in front of his name and he'd be <laughs> cleaning teeth out there with some frost. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. I'll be there Same for shit. you to sell it in scrambled <laughs> eggs. They call it again. Uh, so um, you saw, you really thought Joey and Rachel She really convinced me. Well, and uh, I I did rewatch a bunch after, after that episode and saw it through her eyes a little bit differently. Um, also, I do think, I don't know how much we addressed this on that episode. I do think watching them on Netflix or binging in general without commercials and back to back really does change your perception. Uh, Ross, I think comes as specifically, um, specifically, I would say Ross comes off much worse because you see his, uh, nonsense over and over in a row. And it gets more annoying. Also, Chandler seems, if you watch enough episodes in a row and you pay attention to this, he seems more and more detached. You're just like, there's five people having like, they're connecting over a topic 
And uh, Chandler will literally be looking the other way and make a quip that no one acknowledges that is very funny. But he's like in his own headspace. Now I want to see this recut with some yeah. like sad music. <laughs> and it's like they're, all the friends are just part of Chandler's imagination. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. It's like he's in he's in like an 80s sitcom. And they're in like a 90s drama some of the time. Because they're like talking about stuff. And he's just like, yeah, tell my mother about that or whatever. And no one laughs it's except like, the audience. Yeah, it's like Chandler. You've been dead the whole time. <clears throat> Could I be any more dead? So that was my most surprising. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I yeah, I need to do some rewatching. You know, I've been watching too much Buffy. And that sounds like the key to surprising us. Recommend a TV show. Yeah, they're both TV <laughs> shows. <laughs> Just, Our bar to entry is so low. Like yeah. we don't want to. Like uh, Alyssa Sabo came on. Gave a great defense of writing letters. Fantastic. And I think we were all moved to write letters. I wrote one. I wrote one. <laughs> but and I mean, that changed my life in the sense of I wrote a letter to my grandma. But I haven't followed up. I haven't done more because I'm just a lazy person. There is that. There is that. Yeah. You know, just got a tick. Uh, tick. I mean, yeah, TV, that's a very accessible convince. So, you know, if you're, really, if you're a passionate TV person, come on. Come on board. Yeah. Hey, you know. The, our door is open to anyone with you know over ten million Twitter subscribers. That is subscribers, the, the <laughs> followers. Followers sounds so much creepier. Well, let's change it. It is uh, very stocky. <laughs> That's I've never even thought about that. It's very stocky. Um, yeah, it's like uh, dungarees for short guys. Very stocky. Uh, I will say I loved catching up with the 100% milk guy. I actually went on another trip. You've been tripping. I went to downtown. I just got back from Boston, as I said. Now, I went, you know, uh, to Southie. Have you heard of it? Yeah. And I found Ricardo Suarez, the bug lawyer. And I got to interview this, or I got to tape this interview with Ricardo Suarez. Let's hear that. <laughs> Hey, Ricardo, thanks for meeting with me. Uh, it's great to, great to meet you. Hey, my friend, nice to meet you. <laughs> you, tell, I you that, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know that we ever actually heard your voice. I think we just heard about you. Yeah, so you tell me you're going to give me some money, my friend? I am not here to give you money. I more just wanted to hear more about your business. Now, you're a bug lawyer. That's right. You, now it was never clear to me whether you are are you a bug who is also a lawyer or are you a lawyer for bugs or are you a lawyer for things that are listening to people or related to that uh, I, I am a lawyer for bugs. I'm a lawyer for bugs. Yes. Okay, so that doesn't clarify. <laughs> it doesn't clarify. You, t- you tell me what, what's a, a typical case. What do you think you? I am? Uh, what 100 cockroaches in a in a trench coat? Honestly, from you should see some. I also feel like my voice has changed a lot since the last time I recorded. Roll with it. I think that's great. <laughs> well, I think that's well. Here we are today. So what, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I love this neighborhood. This uh, is beautiful. Is we it, just uh, yes. Well, thank you. Uh, the beautiful city. Uh, do you, you say you don't have money for me? No money? I do not. I just spent uh, all the pocket change I have at the Sowa uh, Market right across the street. Oh, yeah. One of my clients, uh, he uh, was on a, a fly. He was on a, a, an apple there. A, he was a fly client of mine. This, okay. He was a fly client of mine. He, okay, uh, he, 
great. He uh, fly. He flew on the. He flew on the the apple, and uh, the person said, I'd, "I'd like to return this apple. There's a fly, but what about my fly? You want to buy the apple too? I get an apple. I get a whole store now. Yeah." And so you uh, took that to court. I just to tell you, my mother was Spanish and my father was Middle Eastern, so my voice. <laughs> It goes between the two, huh? No need to ju- listen. I'm not a build a wall guy. Uh, There's uh, no, you don't have to justify any of this. But to um, me. my fly friend, he uh, get this apple, and now he run his own fruit stand. Wow, he a fruit fly now. Uh-huh. That's great. But he a house fly in real in real life. Oh, I see. I he see. Uh, one time uh, I, uh, he was walking on the the street. He he went and he he flew on the, the dog poo, and then he flew onto me. I said, "What? You just step with the dog poo onto me?" And and I said, "No, man, that's not a problem." Uh, then I gave him a whole dog poo. And now he a dog poo fly now. Oh my goodness! He he like the dog poo. Wow. Hey. Well, thanks for sharing that. Let me. Uh, yeah. So you. Oh, you are a human person. I just want to make. Uh, what sure. do you think? I'm one hundred cockroaches in a big trench coat. See, that's the second time you said it. Yeah. So what do you think? What are you implying? You know. I don't. I don't want to say that. That is. I told you, my mother is. Uh, uh, she is uh, Middle Eastern. My father Spanish. Yeah. Right. That's right. Are they? And they're both humans. Yes, yeah, from the Middle East. Yes. Okay. Great. 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 Yeah, yes. Yes. Just making sure I understand. What do you think? You my mother and father are some uh, trench coat, uh, a thousand cockroaches. This is the third time you've mentioned La cucaracha. <laughs> cucaracha. That would be in, yeah, that's from Spain. Cucaracha. Wow. Is what that's the middle uh, eastern one. <laughs> <laughs> uh wow. Hey, do you mind if I take one of these mints? Can I take can yeah, I take a mint? Yeah, take yeah, take it. Okay, twenty dollars. Twenty uh let me just put it back. Uh, I I don't have any cash on me. I uh, I actually got some. Uh, how different. is your how's your apartment situation? Do you have bugs? Are they paying rent? I do. Oh yes. Yeah. See that that's what I was forgetting. You had uh, that was that was your big cash cow. Huh? That, that's right. That's right. I do. I find you know I find brown or uh, what are they called? Brown widows. They're not dangerous spiders, but they are spiders. Oh yes. I, I also do life insurance for brown widows. Oh, do you? Because many they lose their husband. Now they brown widows. That's it. That's it. I do life insurance for them, and they they come here. I get so you do money. life insurance and you're an oh yeah, yeah. I, wow. I do a lot a lot of stuff in the bug world you know I have a uh, soft spot for the bugs and I'm not talking about the soft spot in my trench coat because I'm not a thousand cockroaches <laughs> together you know my name is Ricardo Hussein Suarez uh, Ricardo uh, Hussein Suarez I am on my way back to Los Angeles uh, oh. tomorrow. And I, I am going. Oh, to... I know a lot of lot of friends in Los Angeles. Do yes. you? Oh yes, I know. Uh, do you know the alley there with the dumpster? And there's a uh, uh, outside the dumpster is a little uh, old can of Coca Cola next to an old box of pizza. Uh, two of my former clients. I think I do. Yes, yes. Two of my former clients. Uh, they live in that the pizza box. Wow. I assume those are bugs. Oh yes, they are. Okay, those are bugs. All, all of my friends are are bugs. All your friends are bugs. Most of my but friends. But you are. A I thought how many times I have to tell you, man, you are not very bright, you know. You are a I'm uh, I am not I tell you what I am not uh, a thousand, not... Co- thousand cockroaches in a trench coat. Yeah. You're not a thousand cockroaches in a no, trench coat. No, Great. No. Seems like a numerical thing. Uh yes, no, yes. to self later. Um I just Ooh. one question left. Um yes. I have to vote on judges when I get back. It's time to vote in a, in yes. Los Angeles. Oh yes. On Tuesday. Um you're a lawyer. A lot of lawyers run for judge. Oh, yeah, yes. 
what do you what do I look for in someone to vote for as a judge? What like from your perspective? You look for a judge that will uh, when you go into court and you tell them I represent different bugs. They do not laugh in your face. They say, "Oh, you are doing the Lord's work, my friend." I gavel, gavel, and also no gavel. A judge doesn't no use gavel. a gavel. I've lost many clients with an accidental gavel hit. Oh, I can see. Oh, wow, I can see. Uh, how very that dangerous. Would be a problem. Very dangerous. So they cannot use a gavel. They should pass a law. They should. I've been pushing uh, lobbying for no gavel in the courtroom. <laughs> And uh, but the last time I went in, I got a little warm. I take off my trench coat, and then the whole courtroom is shut down for a roach infestation. No, no relation to me because I'm uh, not. Uh, I'm a human being. Uh, well, I guess you know, Ricardo. That's I got to get going, my friend. Ah, someone turned on a light. Ah! Oh, wow. Oh, there's just a trench coat here on the floor, and uh, it seemed like there were there was movement for a second, but I don't see anything. All I see is a trench coat. So I'm in the closet now. Where is that coming from? I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I had diarrhea. I had to go to the, the bathroom. Okay. Uh, well, wherever you are, Ricardo, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, bye. So, here you go. Oh, sorry. I'll have to play again. Go. Okay, here you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a good chance for going. Okay. Did you hear that there? There was like a little, a little piece at the end I didn't realize was on that tape. Man, it sounded like... He was a bunch of cockroaches. I think he was like a hundred cockroaches. Pretty good lawyer, though. Got that fly, a, a poop stand, and a fruit stand. He seems like he he has a good record. Still don't understand if he is helping the bugs or hurting them exactly. But yeah, I mean that that was a real hanging chad. <laughs> um, I would say uh, for me, hundred cockroaches in a suit as a lawyer, an improvement. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be right was back, he Michael Cohen. Oh, you we know, don't, we don't need to do another commercial, do we? Uh, you know what? <laughs> what is he, Michael Cohen? Um, you know, we have another. Gosh, what are we doing? We have another interview in the future coming up here. That's right. One of our another favorite uh, moments from the future. Uh, this is with uh, uh, Rick this, uh, Steves. Rick Steves. That's right. Yeah, he's from. Uh, I be- for, if I'm not mistaken, he hosts a uh, travel show that's right, on that's right. PBS. We haven't had him on the show yet, but we have had him in the future. That's right. Uh, episode 198. Oh, great! It's going to be just one. two before our 200th episode. Well, it's probably actually 197, but we'll see. Yeah, well, please don't please don't check please numbers. Don't check. Please don't check our numbers. And uh, you know, we we were lucky enough to to get him because uh, you know at his age at this time is. You know, a very very old man, but still traveling and still doing his thing. Yeah. So, so the- I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be doing great. But let, you know, let's let's listen and find out. All right. Oh, thanks, thanks so much. Hey, Rick, man, Th- thanks so much for coming on. I uh, I I made sure to wipe my feet at the door, which is what you should always do. And I will say, hola, buenos dias, good to see you, uh, guten tag. <laughs> wow. Uh, Steve, so you're convincing us today that uh, travel, you sh- everyone should travel 10 times a year. Well, I think that's a good starting place because I don't know if you realize this, but much like books, travel broadens the mind. And for <laughs> me, that's something that I believe in deeply. But in order to travel, you need the right year. A lot of people, they think you can just go gallivanting around Europe in uh, Crocs. 
Mm. Or and as much as we all like those are big. Those are big now. Again, you know, it's so funny. You know, they were they were big a while ago. They're in the big game. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. I'm a real fashionista. We're uh, with correct conjugation. A fashionista. And uh, for me, I will say, uh, I do think it's important to have good travel gear. Now you want you want a shoe that you can take to the markets of Ibiza. And on that same night, you could take to the ivory uh, uh, waterfalls of Spain, and and that's an, a formal occasion. And you want the same shoe to be to be able to fit into either place. And maybe the next morning, you have that same shoe, and you're walking across a rope bridge in the jungles. Those rope bridges will get you of of the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> Wow, it is quite the the versatile shoe. It's almost like you're convincing us of, of Crocs. Amazing. Uh, now, what, you've been uh, you you. It is a Croc. It is a Croc. It, That's what you're looking for. That is exactly a what I'm looking for. Patent leather brown saddle Croc. That's what I would like to find. Uh, now, uh, do you have any trips uh, coming up? So, oh, I never stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have you heard? Have you? Have you heard? I'm sure you've heard of Rome. Uh, certainly, certainly, yes. Well, now, 30 miles south of Rome, there's a little-known town called the Pachuri. And the Pachuri, they have a, a very different, they have a very different custom than we have here. Now, as you know, oh, we in America, we love fanny packs. And uh, it's one of my top suggestions is to get yourself a patent leather fanny pack and that'll if you get a nice enough one you can wear it to a formal occasion or on a nice hike and if for me what i love about a patchouli is they wear two fanny packs now what's better than a fanny pack two wow uh it's a, it's a tradition that's that's i'd never uh, thought about putting another fanny pack on that's that's very clever. A lot of patent uh, leather in your life. Is that... Uh, oh, I love patent leather. That, that's an easy traveling fabric? Or? But let me... Oh, you would not believe how great it is. You throw it in the wash, it comes out perfect. It actually has natural deodorizers in it. It's part of the cow. But here's the thing. In Pachuti, they wear two fanny packs. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe we typically. What do you put in a fanny pack? A wallet, right? Yeah, some your wallet. passport. Yeah, it's a couple cards in there. Absolutely. Don't put your money in there. You put that on a money belt. You know that. But uh, you put you put those basics in a fanny pack. Now, what would be your thought of what do you think in Pachuti they put in their second fanny pack? Hmm, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe extra cards nope. or uh, maybe uh. Let's see, maybe maybe not the money, no money in there? Not money. You get one last guess. Gosh. Um, I guess maybe like a, a picture? It's their children. The oh. people of Pachuti are marsupials. Now, they don't have a pouch naturally in their body, so they have a, a fanny pack that they can put their infant child inside of. A whole and town much, of- much like a koala or a kangaroo, they like to pouch their their young. Wow, a whole town of uh, marsupials! Amazing. To be fair, there's only 14 people in Pachuti. 
But it's a great experience of the real Italy. I got to say, I'm convinced. You know, me too. This has been (laughs) unconvinced me. And hey, uh, with all this craziness with uh, President Omarosa, I got to say, it's nice to hear cool places like Pachuti. It's a patchouli. Oh, patchouli. Patchouli. I don't know if I'm going to say it. I don't think I have it right. Yeah. Now, you you two gentlemen, I notice you have, uh, you both wear uh, spectacles now. That's right. I bet you've wondered before, are these the right spectacles for traveling? Have you wondered that, Mr. Frechette? Yeah, that's that's good. They're not. They're not. Those are the incorrect glasses for traveling well to Europe. I don't know about traveling to Africa or South America. But say you wanted to travel one day to Copenhagen, and the next day you were going to hop a ship and go down to Greece from Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, that happens. Sometimes you got to follow your nose when you're in Europe. The problem would be there's a severely different climate and humidity level. What type of glasses do you need? Patent leather glasses. <laughs> With patent leather lenses within the frames. Now that will enable you to see clearly no matter what the <laughs> conditions might be. Wow, that is amazing. I see you're actually wearing two pairs of uh, patent leather glasses. All the better to see you with, my dear. <laughs> wow, that was a great episode. That was a lot. <laughs> That was a a great. I learned so much not only about traveling but fashion and he loves leather. He loves leather. He really, really loves leather. Uh, that I can't wait uh, for you all to hear that complete episode, uh, episode one ninety eight. So mark uh, mark your calendars. Mark Marinum. I I will say one of my favorite characters that we've heard on many episodes. I gotta say is this guy Joe Donnelly. Now, as I mentioned before, I got caught up with Rick Suarez, the bug lawyer, while I was in Boston. Yeah. I also went to the North End, and I ran into this guy. Wouldn't you know it? Out of nowhere. And I was like, Joe, can I interview you? And what do you think he said? Oh, God, I don't know. I got to listen. He said, Wicked Pissa. And then I pressed record. <laughs> now you. Now you. Now you. I'm going to fly Joe Donnelly. Thanks, Joe. Wow. It's great to see you here in your native Boston. Yeah. Go Sox. Yeah. Hey. You know, I, I said it before. You know, I drink it a piss, watch the Sox, a little bit of piss comes out. Go, fucking love Boston, dude. Well, yeah, we've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still fucking taking a piss. Huh? Hey, Joe, yeah. you know, I'm visiting for the weekend uh, here in Boston. Never been here before. You're not from here? I'm not from, You're not here. from here. No, I'm from Missouri, if you can believe it. You ever heard of it? Fuck no, I don't know about Boston. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hey, man, I love your town. This is a great place. Yeah, I fucking love the Sox. You know Tom Brady? I don't. I haven't met him. I know who he is. You don't know him? I, have you met him? Oh, fucking nah. We're close, though. Real close. I bet you are. That's right. I've been to the stadium where he played. Sure. Is that the Gillette? Is that right? The yeah. Gillette Stadium? He put the whole town in his rear view. <laughs> hey, yeah. I remember that one. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Uh, now, what? what is your... As far I'm fucking as, taking a piss again. Oh, you go right ahead. You know, I know this is a cultural thing that I might not understand. That's right. Uh, now, Joe, Joe while Donnelly. I'm yeah, Joe, while I'm in town here, you like Dunkin' Donuts? 
I love Duncan. Oh. You know, we just got it in L.A. Fucking love Duncan. It's great. What do you think about the name change? They took the donuts off. They just call it Duncan now. Do nuts. Right? Hey, that's great. Yeah. What do you get at Duncan? What's your order? Fucking go in there and say, go fucking Tom Brady. Give him the Tom Brady special. And how do they usually respond? They say, <laughs> they say, here's a fucking, I love Tom Brady. Then we fucking chant all night. Oh, that's fun. It's, I got fired from my fucking job from chanting all day at Dunkin' Donuts. I have a really in the weeds question for you, Joe. Oh. Now, I w- I'm here with a lot of friends, and they want to go to this fancy place to get lobster rolls. I kind of feel like the place Luke's, is that right? Oh. The fast food lobster roll? Yeah, yeah. Or the chain lobster roll? Is there any difference? Like, Fucking love lobster. You go down. I'll tell you where you get the best fucking okay, lobster. Okay, thank you. This is what I need. You go to Gloucester. You go down, you fucking drive two hours outside of Boston. You go to Gloucester. You go down to my friend Johnny. Johnny's got the best fucking lobster. Catches every fucking day. He puts the whole town in my rear view. <laughs> oh, well, you would. If and you all the lobsters, the whole town's in their fucking rear view because they're in my fucking belly now. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I fucking piss lobster, dude. <laughs> wow, that sounds painful. It hurts. <laughs> it's a real pinch. It's a real pinch. Claw penis. Okay, great. Uh, you know you when know. you're drinking a beer, you watch the socks, a little bit of lobster comes out? Yeah, that fucking happens to me, Joe Donnelly. And I got to go to the fucking doctor. My fucking dick hurts all the time. And that was all the time we had with Joe there. <laughs> he's he's that was, It was he's great, raunchy. though, right? He's, he's, he's oh, yeah, he's, he's fun, though. He's, he's, he's fun. It sounds like he does have some... Uh, some I can tell there were two there were issues. two words that are now very out of vogue that he wanted to say so bad yep. that he was holding yep. himself back. I think he did want to say Yep, I know exactly. Yeah, there's two of them. Yep. Uh I heard him all over Boston, but he didn't say them, and I'm proud of him for that. Um He really wanted to. Now, I'm very excited to hear this. We have in the future, uh we are going to get, we are apparently somewhere in the three hundreds. As this show goes on, in the future, we will have had an episode interviewing President Obama. Barrio. Now, I know at this point... Barrio and the uh, bug lawyer have the same middle name, Hussein. That's very true. I didn't even think of that. It's it's pretty amazing. I wonder if they uh, they know each other. Do you think when they meet up, they're like Hussein in the membrane? Yeah. And they sing that song? I wonder if they love this this way you love (laughs) guests. So let's let's hear that clip from the future when we interview Barack Hussein Obama. That's right. Care. Uh, President Obama. It's Michelle. Yeah, your wife. Yes. Uh, America. Ab- yes, absolutely. It's just such a, an honor to have you here. Uh, so you, today you're on the program, uh, convincing us yep. that uh, you know we should eat uh, cereal. With, with water, which uh, we actually did at a previous, you know, a long time ago. But you're saying we should do it even though there's a water shortage. Yep. Here's the drop. America. I will say, Nathan Pacino convinced me. And at some point, you've had so many episodes. You've got to repeat ideas. So I'm saying, uh, you got your kicks. Cheerios, life, what else? Uh, Kicks with berries? No. Anything else other than kicks with berries? Uh, I'm, of course, kidding. Uh, (laughs) 
I have a great sense of humor. <laughs> I love you. Just ask. Michelle? What's your favorite country? Water. Um, <laughs> my favorite country is, of course, the United States of America. Mm. But at this point, I also appreciate Singapore. Oh. A lot of people don't know. Singapore is both a country and a city. It's yeah. a city state. You're amazing. Now, uh, what I wouldn't have given to have only governed one city in uh, America, mm. we have hundreds. Mm, that's difficult. It, it, it is. It is. Um, if, uh, would you ever consider running for uh, president uh, again if that became uh, uh, well, legal? Well, 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 well. we are uh, trying to back me in a corner. I see it. I've seen this before. Uh, it's very funny. I know. I know you're having a little fun. Ha ha, ha ha. And uh, I know. I I get it. Everybody. Forty uh, percent of the country misses me. Uh, many others are quite happy with uh, President Hollywood Hogan. But for me, uh, I will not run again. As the Constitution stands, I cannot. I would like to be, you know, president of my daughters. Oh. Uh, they're now in their 40s, and maybe they should, uh, you know, listen to old dad once in a while. Uh, mm. right, now, are they... America? Yeah. Now, are they eating... Uh, how are they eating your cereal? I know you just came See, out with your book, The Audacity yep. of Milk. The Audacity of Milk. Uh, my previous work, The Audacity of Hope was a positive thing. Now, I just need milk. Milk is a negative thing. Right. What you want is, as a Cleveland native Nathan Pacina said, water. <laughs> Michelle? Uh, America. Uh, I'm sorry, I have to go. <laughs> That's why security uh, took him out. After I didn't that. even get to a- ask a question. Ask question. I mean, he, you know, he had very limited time. It was amazing he came on at, uh, at all. It's a weird thing, you know, uh, actually at that point in our future history, Jeff came back on <laughs> as a host for a few That's right. Jeff month. was on that episode. and you know, He didn't even get a word in. He didn't get a word in either. Speaking, what of, honor. What speaking honor. of, you know, for almost entire 100 episodes, we had a co-host. We did. Jeff Kaufman. And, um, rest in power. Rest in power. Let's, I would love to try and get this fellow on the telephone here. Uh when I, and while I'm trying to do that, Thayer, what's a memory you have of Jeff on the show that you'd like to relay to our listeners? You know, uh, Jeff would always uh, come on the show, and when he was introduced, he would say his name. And I think that was just something that was so unique to him, you know, just being able to remember his name and, and say it. When it was cued, he would, he would just say it right then. And he would say, here's my co-host. And then Jeff <laughs> Kaufman would say, he would say hello right after that. And I think I missed that a, a lot, just his his timing. All right, I am now dialing Jeff's phone number. I also remember that fondly. What a great time. A, how how he would always, you know, when you said Jeff, he would say what? Uh, he would respond to his own name. He would respond to his own name, and that's really something. Sorry about the audio quality here, guys. That's that's what happens when you call landlines. Will Jeff pick up?
looks like no. You know, if he picks up, I'm uh, I'm just gonna cry. I think I'll just I'm gonna, cry. I'm gonna get, I'll just I'm gonna get electrocuted because I'll be crying into this. Reach the voicemail box of. Nine, even have a. Two, doesn't even zero, have a voicemail. Does he changed three. his number? Jeff, this is Ben. This is there. And we're the co-hosts of Convince Me. We are currently hosting our 100th episode. Uh, could be 99. <laughs> could be 99. Please don't check our numbers. Please don't Jeff. check our numbers. And we just wanted to see if you had anything to say. So here's your platform. Um, let's give him a minute. Uh, this is Jeff. And I have to say that uh, I really miss you guys. And it was a bad decision. Uh, beep, boop, beep, boop. Data. Oh, sorry, I was on my computer. Uh, also, uh, guys, I have to say, uh, you were both right about every disagreement we ever had. Doi. Uh, doi, you guys are also way hotter in person. Doi. Wow, thanks, Jeff. Uh, this has been a great conversation. We miss having you on the show, buddy. Come back sometime. Miss you, dude. All right. Bye. Hey, guys. Jeff convinced me. Uh, ben, I'm assuming you didn't answer the phone so that you could save this voicemail and put it in the show, which I hope I hope you do. Uh, life update, everyone. I'm you know following my dreams. I'm prioritizing uh, my career over you know things I was doing for fun, like podcasting, and you know even though they brought a lot of uh, joy to my life. They, uh, you know, they didn't contribute to uh, my career and my goals and, you know, things that really matter for the future. Um, uh, can I record a new one? Yeah. Um, I hope everything's good with the podcast. Uh, I haven't been listening, um, but I hope everything's good. I'm assuming it's going well. Uh, and yeah, I, I couldn't hear a lot of the voicemail you left me because it was on speakerphone. Uh, acoustics weren't great, but it sounded like you guys were being mean. So, hope this goes on the podcast. Uh, and to all the listeners, uh, I hope, I hope you miss me. This is Jeff signing off. All right. And that was Jeff Kaufman. Uh, on the show. Oh, good to good to have him. Good to hear his voice again. You know, I just miss that. Uh, miss, miss those that. sultry tones. Sultry tones, and so, so uh, judicious with his time. He was judicious with his time. He was a hard convince. Always. Uh, Real negative energy. I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> And now it's time for plugs. Got a got a right, got a host. Uh, and as our hundredth episode, I want to say, guys, if you haven't reviewed us, there's we've uh, we've got not a ton of reviews on iTunes, and we've got a lot more listeners than reviews. So hey, I know it's a a bit of a pain, but honestly, if you actually do it, it's not hard at all. If you use the podcast app, you can do it right there from our page on the podcast app. You just go in there, you can, you can click the five stars. You can even leave us a verbal review on there. It would. It honestly makes a huge difference, and really we'd like does. we'd like to to share the show with more people than we currently do. So you could do that, and if if you could even find it in your heart to share this on social media or tell a friend specifically, hey, 
you you got a fun sense of humor. You might like this podcast. These are some fun dudes. Yes, uh, I would double down on that plug. Highly recommend. Uh, so do that. You can check out my friend Ben Castle on an upcoming podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll, I'll plug that once I know um, when it's going to be coming out. Um, but that like is going to gonna be fun. The hype train, it's, yeah. You know? It's a Jeremy Schmidt's podcast, uh, former, former recent guest. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool. I uh, can't remember what it's, what the podcast is called. I think it's it's brand new. I haven't really listened to it. I've listened to one episode of it. Yeah, uh, but I'll be plugging be that soon. And I'd plug those future episodes with uh, yeah. Mark Maron and <laughs> Barack Obama and Rick Steves. That was I mean, amazing. We got those coming up. And in the more immediate future, I know we have some excellent... I don't want to jinx it by saying their names, but we have some excellent guests coming up uh, in the very near future that I'm very excited about. Um, I think we'll also break the format some more, do some of those. We've got some positive feedback about the uh, late night conceptisodes, about the different uh, podcast parody episodes. We want to do more of that. That's right. So things are going to get weird, guys. Yeah. Let's, let's... Even more so. That's right. If they're not weird enough, it's going to get even weirder. Yeah. If you guys have ideas of, of guests we should have on, of weird stuff we should do, or segments, or whatever, you know, uh, throw us a bone. Bonus. Uh, by a bone, I mean a, a tweet That's or right. an email. That's right. Uh, you can get in touch with us. You know how to do it. Next time you want to hear something wacky, wacky and rudely, uh, I don't know. Go to convince me. There's a little known town called the Pachuri. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.